Leafs talk. J.D. Bunkus from his place. Sam McKee <laughs> from the Unabomber Bunker. Like, what are you, you got, what are you hiding back there? You know, like, what is that blanket hiding? The people want to know, buddy. That's the setup. I know you're at your mother-in-law's uh, place. Yeah, which, I am. I'm, I, I'm by the modem. I want to make sure I got a good connection yeah. for everybody doing Leafs Talk here. So I'm in the basement. I'm beside the furnace. I got all the electrical parts behind me here. So I set up my mu- Sportsnet hat going. You just company oh, yeah. manning all well, the way, like buddy. I had the worst hairdo. I legitimately look like a hostage if I wasn't if I wasn't wearing this yeah. hat. I had I, so yeah, yeah. I had to get this in there. But yeah, um. Yeah, I'm downstairs. God bless her heart. Carol Levesque, she set up the sheet for me. She got the desk for me. She got everything set ready to run. sheet for you. <laughs> Boy, that probably took her a long time to set that up. <laughs> bless her heart. But she did it. She really went out of her way <laughs> to make sure that you were doing good tonight, buddy. Uh, she was slaving away uh, for hours on your set. She's got a future in set design, big guy. Like, <laughs> she is. <laughs> she, you got this more set hack on. She's going to get scooped uh, by someone after this. All right. So, Leafs win uh, in overtime. They get it. That's, hey, that's the formula. They figured out the overtime formula. Have an extra guy. That's mm. the way that you should do it. Marner scores it, but mm-hmm. tonight was about two things for me. One big positive, one negative. The positive was William Nylander. He was, um, he was a big ball of flame, man. He was incredible tonight. He should have had a Hattie, that power play where Tavares put it out in front of the net, and he had that wide-open net in his sweet spot, yep. low blocker where he loves to shoot it. He just kind of healed it a bit and missed. He had a couple more chances even after that where he shot it and Vladar made some good saves. Man, he is out of his mind good right now. The It's just like you said. The skating is amazing. The vision, the passing, the chemistry with Matthews, it's the total package. When I went to the game with Borney and Kipper against the, the Islanders, we were sitting down close. Borney said the best thing to me about his skating. I don't know if he's ever said it to you or said it on a show, but it just reminded me again tonight. He's like, he said that he could skate with a glass of water on top of his head and it wouldn't shift. Yeah. Like it's just so flat and balanced and it's just perfect strides. I'm so impressed with him right now, man. Like he looked amazing tonight. He was their best guy by far. Yeah, clearly he was. I mean, five point night for him. That's a career. That's a career high for him. I think it's pretty cool that already this early in his career that he's got now more two goal games than his dad ever did. Not exactly like his dad was no a, a nobody. Really? You no, know? like yeah. They flashed that. His stat brother on the played. A, his, I'm sorry. His dad played a long time. I think that's why it was an impressive statistic, pal. Wow, that is very that impressive. He's the the skating has always been apparent. Mm-hmm. The lower body has always been freakish, right? Mm-hmm. He's just got that classic, you dream of it, lower body. The legs, mm-hmm. the butt, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, he's just that guy. He's a horse. And he's putting it all together this season, man. So, good for him. L- thought he was flying around again tonight. And to me, I think that all the Leaf stars are just feeding off of each other right now. They all want to just kind of one-up one another. It's mm-hmm. It's been a bit of the Marner effect, but you're seeing it that it's it's completely permeated from the stars. They know that they have to carry the offense every night, and they look comfortable doing it. So he's definitely going to be chirping his dad tonight. His dad, by the way, played 920 career uh, NHL yeah. games, had 209 goals. So it's pretty impressive that he's already passed him at this point in his career. I think he's going to get a couple more two-goal games in his career. Something tells me that yeah. that's probably not his last one. So the yeah, the he's star- playing, he might get it next game. <laughs> Honestly, the, the, stars, the stars are just absolutely carrying this team. I saw that... 
was it uh, Jonas Siegel put out a, a tweet about them carrying? I think they have like 66% of the team's goals over the last little bit, like out of the last little stretch. Like they've just absolutely carried it. And listen, I think what you want to see from the bottom six when they're not, pro, you know, producing offense, which they're clearly not, is just some sustained zone time for them and kind of, you know, creating energy and just having shifts where the puck is in the other end of the ice. And I thought I saw a little bit of that tonight. I thought they were maybe carrying the play a little bit better, having it in the other end of the ice. Of course, not doing anything with it. You know, Alex Kerfoot clearly never going to do anything with the puck. Uh, I, I tweeted it, man. Joe, but yeah. we, we now know what the opposite of the Midas touches. It's whenever Kerfoot touches <laughs> oh my the puck. God, like that, that is what it's like. Midas touches one end. Alex Kerfoot touching a hockey puck <laughs> in the <laughs> offensive zone is the other end of that. Yeah. No, I so I... I, it was a very interesting bottom six tonight, obviously without, uh, our boy Pierre Engvall suspended for his vicious slash of my son, Sean Dursey. Um, we, you know, deserved, deserved, disgusting act by him on my son. So I'm really happy that he got a game for that one. You know, Joey Anderson, I forgot he was playing until they got tripped by Vladar there in the third period. Uh, nice played by him there, but yeah, for I did, sure. did not notice Wayne, him one time before that. Wayne Simmons with a couple bad penalties, the exact opposite of what he can't do. But outside of that, like, I thought they had a respectable night. And honestly, I thought, I wouldn't say the team played great, but I think the big story of why the, go- the goals went in the net was Matt Murray. Like, yeah, I, 100%. I, like it, I don't 100%. think, I saw a lot of people saying that, oh, you know, it's not the least, you know, their best night or whatever. I thought the least played fine. I just think that Matt Murray was pretty bad. So, uh, before we do Murray, I just want to talk about Simmons because you talked about the bottom six. Leafs were caving him in before Simmons took that penalty. Mm-hmm. And I'm a believer in that penalty. I tweeted as much. I think that's fine. Somebody mugs Austin Matthews and Wayne Simmons is on the ice. What, what do you want him to do? Do you really think that he's not going to go up to Zadorov there and give him a cross check? Of course. I was, more, I was more worried about the trip in, uh, yeah. in the third period that gives not, him a power play. But nine times out of 10, that doesn't get called. That was mm-hmm. clearly a, the refs are, were already gave the Leafs three, nothing. And they went, ah, uh, you gave them the one extra one. Now we're going to give you the ensuing Definitely. power play. But I did think that it changed the game. It did clearly because Calgary scored. And then from that point on, I thought it was a pretty even game. And I, I would say this, man, normally I feel like the Leafs are always, or on most nights, the team that played better. I didn't feel that way tonight. I didn't think they had oh, a poor performance. Okay. No, mm-hmm. I didn't think that they had a poor performance. I wasn't looking at them like, ugh. But no, I, I thought that Calgary was better than them at even strength tonight. And Matt Murray absolutely killed them. You're right. The Simmons trip was not a good one, but it was. A, a, he didn't get yeah, another shift. They, they have think. to call that. Dude, it was the exact same one as with Sandine getting the high stick in overtime. Where like you have to call it because it happens with the stick, loose errant stick. But when you just look at it, you say, it's just it's pretty pretty soft, like pretty unfortunate for the players that end up incurring the penalty. Murray tonight was his worst since game one. So to me, it was scary because it was not confidence. It was lacking confidence looking like not ones that are just, you know, the puck beats them, gets by like none of the goals. I really liked, I guess the first one was tonight, three, a lot, a lot of posts and the, uh, the first one. Okay. I'll quibble with, but I didn't even think the second one, maybe it took a little bit of a tip. Didn't love it. Uh, the third one was the third one that squeaked through him or was that the fourth one? That was the fourth one because that was the go ahead goal. Yeah. yeah. No. Like, I, yeah. It was the go ahead goal. It that was. was the, yeah. So I honestly, I didn't like his game at all tonight. Not only did he let in some bad ones, I thought he didn't look confident on ones that beat him, hit the post. 
It's yeah. just, you, you can tell what I'm learning with him pretty early on here in however many games we've watched him play now that you can really, I guess this is a stupid thing. You can tell this with a lot of goalies, but you can really tell when he's on and locked in and you can really tell when he's like on his game. And I feel like you can get a feel for when nights, like we've had conversations after games, even when they've won and he's made a lot of saves where we're like, I don't know, maybe he wasn't at his best tonight. Like, for example, who did they in Tampa, right? Yeah. Like Tampa, we didn't think he would like, he wasn't bad, but you can kind of tell when he's not at his absolute tip top. And you could kind of tell early on that he wasn't really sharp tonight. So listen, I, I he's thought one, he's let one, in one ahead, more. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought he let in one more, a bad one that there, I thought there were two things. One, I thought there was a conversation after the fourth goal to, Maybe pull him from the game. Yeah, yeah, they were trailing, and I thought, yeah, but you don't usually see that in the third, like there. You know, that's not a traditional spot. That's a bit of a show up spot. But it was such a bad goal that yeah, I, I thought, hey, maybe they do this, maybe they shake it up because he clearly didn't have it. Man, he let in one goal where they hit the post, like he was beat badly before oh, they. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the on one the off, the, off off the off the sideboards, the one yeah. that Trevor Lewis shot in, which was a bad yeah. one as well. He it it was it was not a good night for him. He wasn't yeah. confident. It, no. It's what are his signs when he's bad? It looks like his movement cro like crosses crease is not great and he mm -hmm. sinks too low in his net and mm -hmm. those markers were there again tonight. And yeah, we've talked a lot about how he's been great. And I mentioned the Kevin Woodley stat about before the Tampa game, he hadn't let in a goal that was analytically considered bad. Mm -hmm. And yeah, tonight I think that he really changed those numbers. There was three of them. He does get the net though on Tuesday, in my opinion, like you, you roll right back. Well, to him, right. You're well, I, I, the only way I would go with it is because if you're kind of treating Samsonov like your backup, that would be the backup kind of start playing against maybe one of the worst teams in the league on home ice. To me, yeah. like, I, like, I don't think you would view it as you're going to Samsonov because you're worried about Murray as a starter. To me, it would be a I'm traditional spot where you'd start a backup. Yeah, it's fine. If you want to get Murray no, back I'm, on track I'm going and play a bad because team. I'm going to Murray there because I want my guy to have a bit of a softer start find yeah, his footing again. I see both sides of it. I just, I'm not letting him sit for whatever, basically an entire week with that on his conscience. He's mm -hmm. been hot. He's played well. I give him the net. And the other part of it is I actually want to show Samsonov, yo, you're not the typical backup goaltender. You're, you're a one B type. That's what you want him thinking all season long, right? Be ready. Stay ready. This could be your net at any given time. So, no, you are still going to play in high leverage, big time games. Murray's not getting all the big ones. You're not getting all the softies. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's a fair perspective as well. It's just to me, like I don't know. I think that Samsonov's been pretty good too, and it's just a, you know, I I guess it, it's probably going to be Murray. You're right. I think they probably will go back to Murray just to kind of solidify that he's the starter and kind of go with them here. But I wouldn't be completely offended if they went to Samsonov in terms of just treating him kind of like the one B guy. It was a one B yeah. start. A home ice start against a bad team is a classic 1B start, so I'll be interested to see how they're going to handle it because, you know, Mr. Clandestine, Sheldon Keefe's like, oh, we've got a plan that we're going to tell no one, including the goalies. It's like, well, okay, all right there, Mr. Clandestine. We get it. You're Mr. Secretive. Yeah. Secret agent, man. Um, yeah. The other big positive for me tonight, other than the, the top guys, because, yeah, Marner was his usual awesome self. Yeah. I, I really felt like Matthews was buzzing again tonight. He was just around it. It, it almost was, to me, as though the physical play with him early, him mm -hmm. kind of get engaged in it, Got had him up. engaged. 100%. Yeah, had him engaged up. in the entire game. Woke him up, had him in it. He was just there the entire night. Tavares did his usual thing. But Bunting was the other guy tonight. 
He was mm-hmm. he was just around it, around the mm-hmm. puck all night long. That was the first game, by the way, the Leafs won. Did you hear that in the broadcast? It's the first game that they've won where they've let in more than four goals or four or more. Really? I didn't hear that stat. Yeah. They were 0-4-5. That surprises me. Yeah. Well, well maybe it doesn't who surprise me. Yeah, because well, they, they scored five they goals every game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. true. They've just played in such a different style this year than they have in years past, so I guess that kind of makes sense, but that is somewhat surprising. I thought that bunting finish was, you know, it comes off the boards, but that's a tough play for him to kind of catch that behind his shoulder and to shovel it in the net in one motion. Listen, he's been good. Was that an eight point eight game point streak for him now? Like he's yeah. been that's his, his first goal, goal at home. In a, it's just it's which is crazy to think, but like he has kind of played the role perfectly on that line with those guys. He's been a facilitator. He's been going to the right areas. He hasn't been demanding the puck. He's been getting assists. Like I think it was like I said, it was an eight game or this now it's an eight game point streak. But this was his first goal in seven or eight games. Like it's been a long time since he's actually scored. But he's been really, really facilitating for those guys. So got to give him credit. I thought he was awesome tonight. I hated him taking that penalty behind the net when they were going to go on the four minute power play and he gets that stupid pride penalty where he gets into the face of whoever and they just take him. And sure, you can quibble with it being a rough and just taking one guy, and it's kind of a tough spot to do that. But at the same time, if you're bunting, you've had, has he had the most minor penalties called, like close to most minor penalties called on him in the league? Like he's in the top five. You got to know your reputation in that spot, and they're going to be looking at you like, hey, man, we know your game out here. I, I hated them taking one, but I understand them doing it with bunting considering his, his reputation. But other than that, I thought he's been good, and it's been like him last year. He's looked like he did last year, which is really encouraging for them because they need his production. They need him to be good in the top six. They, they need his production. They need him being a rat around the net who's 100%. just annoying other teams and is yeah. in somebody's kitchen. Him just taking a beating in front is the role that he needs to play. But he's got that little bit of extra finish, that little bit of extra skill to make those plays. Mm-hmm. He's got good vision. He knows his role on those lines. Yep. Uh, he, he makes... He makes a decent amount of good plays. He, there's something to be said for guys who can play with good players. He can clearly yeah. do that. His mm-hmm. role in this team is... It's a weird one because earlier in the season, I said I wanted to see him down the lineup because if you're making a determination on a guy like that, what you really want is... If you're paying long-term, what are you independent of players like Matthews and Marner and Tavares and Nylander? Thing is, those guys are here for the next couple of seasons... Mm-hmm. My ideal bunting contract is, and he probably doesn't take it, but I'm thinking that you offer him a three-year deal at around two and a half mil per season and say, yeah, guess what? This entire time you get to play with these guys, you'll still come up for a new deal when you're a younger guy. You might be able to get another cash-out contract. Mm-hmm. You, I, I don't think that you can afford to really give him term if it's anything higher than that. Wow. And to me, it just still remains a thing where he can be good. He's solid. You really want to keep him, but... That role that they have him in is just, it's too prime, it's too valuable, yeah. it's too attractive around the league to, to give him too much. To me, you got to be real careful with that contract. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a scary one to kind of, like you said, I like that amount of time, that amount of time, that three year window, but you got to yeah. be careful with that AAV. And he's probably agentless since he fired his last agent for getting him the worst contract in sports history with the 900 it is kind prayer. of the best, too. It is kind of the best. He was like, if if Bunting goes and plays more years in, with the Coyotes, it doesn't, say, doesn't matter. It, he's making 900 k no matter what. No, Nobody knows who he is. No, he's still yeah. making around that kind of money. Maybe he's making, what, 1.25? Yeah, yeah. And instead, nobody knows who he is. No, this has been a godsend for him. And that's why yeah. I would, man... 
this is where Dubas really does have to play hardball if he's still the general manager after this year, if he's the guy that's signing contracts. It's mm-hmm. you got you gotta squeeze those middle to bottom guys. Like hundred percent. What's the bad contract on this team right now? It's not the stars. It's Kerfoot. It's yeah. the guy that you let get three and a half million dollars because you Before thought he was he ever be a played center. a game. Exactly. And so for a guy like Michael Bunting, those are the I think I don't think those are the contracts that you can miss on. Man, yeah. look, Nick Ritchie, same thing, right? Peter Morazic, guys that are Morazic was supposed to be a backup goalie. Ritchie was supposed to be a guy that you hoped could play in your top six, but maybe be a contributor down the lineup. Those are the ones that this team can't miss on. And, Engvall and yeah. to a degree. And you had to send assets out the door to get those guys off the books. Like you had yeah. to move down in the first round with Mrazic. You had to send a second. And I, I know they got Labushkin, who was good for them last year, but you still had to send a second round pick out the door to get to get Richie uh, off the books. So you got to be careful with those contracts. Like that's yeah. what kills all these teams. We talk about it all the time. Those middle class contracts are the ones yeah. that always kill you. So I hope they can figure out something with Bunting. To me, it seems like the guy like. Everything he says, he seems to be Mr. Toronto. He loves being Dude, here. He I, seems I, to love the city. Yeah, he yeah, likes the guys know. he gets to play with. Yeah. That's all I'm saying is you have leverage there. You don't want to insult the guy. No. But to me, that's actually a fair deal. And tonight, yeah. I, that's that's what it is to me. You were good, but you're still a winger. You don't play center. You're not in a depth role. You're not driving your own line. And to me, right now, given this current cap situation on this team, your, mm-hmm. your earning potential is $3 million. And I think for bunting, it should be a little under that and a shorter deal. Anyway, so, he was great tonight. I got, the other guy? What, what else oh, you got? Oh, you got any other thought on that? Well, no, I just got a couple other things. What do you got? Yeah, yeah, My My only other guy was, I, I have two small things other than seeing Kadri play, which I just love Kadri, man. Like, I, I, I love that he scored. And he, to me, honestly, like I understand what he looked like in the Avs uniform. But there's something about him in that flame. Maybe it's just because it's such a gorgeous uni. But he looks yeah. like he's played. It looks like he's played there for ten years. It, this yeah, looks no, great. Just, it looks great on him. He looks awesome out there. I, I I adore that man. I have nothing but love for that man. It was a rocky finish here. It was a rocky sort of tenure with him. But I always loved him coming to the OHL. And man, <sighs> we don't, just and watching and watching right? and watching and watching what Kerfoot's been doing this year, like. I feel yep. the trade's always been horrible, but there's been moments where you could like sell yourself on like, oh, you know, Kerfoot's contributing. He's been okay, blah, blah, blah. You kind of like try to make these stupid arguments to sell yourself that it wasn't the worst trade of all time. And then you're yep. like, oh, no, wait, it, it was. It was the worst trade of all time. It's, it's so hard not to think about what that team would have been had they just rolled Kerfoot. Oh, back. yeah. Oh, and, and I got to put my hand up. I was on You Gotta Trade Kadri Island. I never would have done that deal i did believe that it was a scenario where man th- i never for the record i never wanted to trade him ever yeah i, I never know, wanted I to did. i pushed I back thought after immediately that, i thought after the second suspension they had to do it mm-hmm. my only thing is is I, you should never do a trade just because you feel as though it's it's got to happen i thought his market would be better than what it was yeah and yeah. i can still i can still remember you and i hanging out and when they said oh they might do uh, a trade around Tyson Berry. I went, has no one ever seen Tyson Berry play? That's like the dead last guy that this <laughs> no, team. Thanks. I, I know. Yeah. I, I, de- I absolutely did not want that. They ended up making that trade, but tonight was actually a swinging doors moment or a swinging doors game for me because mm-hmm. I thought about Kadri trade. What would it would look like? Had he stayed? Yeah, yeah. And I thought about what that trade would have looked like from Calgary. Had they just made the original one? Cause he didn't want to go to Calgary. He wanted to stay a Leaf. Remember, he nixed a deal that was for TJ Brody, which turned percep- out to be okay. What, what would the perception of TJ Brody be if he had been traded for Nazem Kadri? It's a sliding door. It 
the, his perception changes. There's obviously another piece that comes back from Calgary because he was a pending UFA. Yeah. 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 But Dubas probably doesn't get nearly as much heat because Brody's just good and he is the type of defenseman they needed. Maybe yeah. that season that completely fell off the rails doesn't quite go that way because, dude, so much of that year was Babcock didn't want to play Barry because he thought he sucked and he was, but she was right. Babs was right. Yeah, 100% accurate. <laughs> Sheldon yeah. Keefe got a lot of love right yeah. away because he bumped Barry up and then Barry started to produce. The yeah. team went on a, a bit of a tear, but then they started to fall apart. Would they have fallen apart the same way with a guy like TJ Brody back there? Like their blue line was in shambles. Do yeah. they, do they honestly, man, it's just that whole year could have been different with Brody and whatever Calgary had than that Tyson Barry trade. The other sliding doors moment for me or the sliding doors thing in watching that game is everybody hates on Mark Hunter. Fair, whatever. This team, if, if not for Mark Hunter, Noah Hannafin is on the Leafs because Babcock pulls rank and gets that guy. Baz is wrong. Baz is wrong about Hannafin over Marner. And I couldn't he help but think tonight. that tonight. What? He scored tonight. No, he's, he looked great tonight. You know yeah. what Mitch Marner did, though? Also scored. It's just the game winner is 23rd game in a row with a point. I'm pretty sure it's an irrefutable debate. I, was, I, I, was, I wanted Hannafin so bad. I was yeah. anti-Mitch Marner. I will yeah. admit a You're lot of it. You're anti-London Knights, though. Uh, so that's that's what it was. I didn't want him. Yeah. He, yeah. He, scored a, he scored an overtime winner against Ownside Attack in the playoffs before he got drafted and like did a celly in, at the Bear, Harry Lonely Bayshore, and I wanted to throw batteries at him. I hated that kid's <laughs> gut so bad. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You could have taken <laughs> some oh off the shelf behind oh. you and brought him to the game. But <laughs> yeah. no, honestly, bro, I, was, I hated his gut. So, yeah. Uh, that's why I was on. Anyways, that's, those are both excellent sliding door moments because yeah. yeah, Hannafin's cut himself out of career, but boy, thanks, Mark yeah. Hunter, for taking your boy from your team in London. We appreciate he, it. And, and Hannafin took the bad penalty at the end of the game where gets the yeah gets it up. Mm, big mistake. It, it doesn't end up costing them, but Leafs should have probably gotten out of there in regulation given that they had four minutes of power play time in the final, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Seven minutes of the game, right? I thought, thought Vladar made some pretty good saves, even though I know he let in five yeah. tonight, but I thought he made a couple pretty good saves. He's a big goalie. Like, he's definitely yeah. better than Markstrom. Like, from he what I've just, seen from Markstrom, he just looks way more confident than, than Markstrom does. So they got a bit of a goalie, goalie controversy there. Dude, Markstrom, Murray, all this stuff. Look at, dude, Darcy Kemper got that huge contract, and yeah. the two guys that left Washington are both having <laughs> incredible <Yeah>. seasons. <laughs> Vanacek is like, he's got the, he was like the first star of the month in November. (laughs) I will repeat this over and over and over again, because it's one of the proudest takes I have in terms Mm. of projecting forward. But I, I told you this seven years ago, eight years ago, that goalies were going to become running backs Mm -hmm. that you just, you could not pay them. You could not pay them long-term contracts that every league was going to start to go to guys that played less and that the contracts were going to become, you can pay the, you can play the, Vasilevsky's of the world, if they've got insane track records, right? The Shesterkins. Yeah. But everybody else gets you, one one to three year deals. Did you see Papetti's tweet the other, the other day that seven of the no. top ten seven of the top ten AAVs for goalies in the league, their their uh, save percentage is below nine hundred. Yeah. Yuck. 
awful. Truly, truly disgusting. And this has been a year where offense is up. For sure. Which is, is wild because as, you know, people in the Leafs bubble, we go, it is? Really? <laughs> it's just, yeah, the, the other just, teams are out there. They, they just grind people to death every night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you guys aren't just grinding teams. You're, <laughs> doing, you're doing the goal thing? No, man, it's been a goal so, scorer's year. So that'll probably regress or come back to earth a little bit more. But either way, the point stands that you just can't end up doing this. Um, got a couple quick yeah. things for you. Same. Uh, Go ahead. First, first of all, we were robbed in overtime of our king, David Camp, starting overtime. What'd you think? Camp, Lilligren, Sandine. I got to tell you, I absolutely love the move by Keith. Being like, you know what? I've tried all this other shit. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> so my king, David Camp, over the boards. Okay. So I when I saw Camp come out, I thought, like, uh, for for a second, my brain did a like frit. Uh, I thought the Leafs were on the penalty kill. Yeah, I thought that I missed some bench miner or something weird <laughs> happened. Like I I got up and I came and set up my laptop to do this right away, and then I rushed back to the TV and I just yeah. saw him take the draw, yeah. and I I went like, what happened? What they the Leafs took a penalty? It's outrageous that a team that has Tavares and Matthews, <laughs> he started a four on like a three on three. I yeah, just it it was. It was a sight to behold. Anyway, it works because they drew the penalty right away. Yeah. Bad. But the stick gets I would have loved to see. I would have loved just to see what that looked like for two, for, you know, I 25, for 25 seconds. But it would have been, the, he would have like off that. the ice immediately. I also like that he put Sandine out there, though, because thought Sandine again tonight was really good. Yeah, that, that pairing's been amazing, dude. And that's, yeah. I think that's, I think that's probably his strategy is that yeah. he put, he put camp out there who's great at winning the puck back, who's great at draws, who's great at kind of the defensive zone, probably wanted to get the, get the possession, get the two boys have it back in their own zone, and then send maybe Matthews or somebody Marner over the boards with, when, they are, when, they, when they already have possession. So I thought it was an interesting one from him. My other thing for you, buddy, Matthews skates. Oh, my Lord God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm all... Yeah, yeah, I've always loved, like, I've always been obsessed with gear, and I just love, like, jerseys and all this stuff. I wore tacks my whole life. I had tacks up until like 10 years ago. They were creaky as hell. They were the Reebok pumps. I always loved tacks. And I, he was wearing them. Who's he wearing them against the last game they played? And I was like, is he wearing, what the hell is up with those skates? And I'm like, well, he's with CCM. So maybe I'm like, I sent out a tweet being like, are those like supposed to look like tacks? And then I saw the Instagram post today and I almost fainted. I was like, oh my God, these skates. Like I, that's my favorite thing Matthews has done in his career. Like not scoring, nothing, <laughs> not the four goals in his debut. It's those skates, man. Those yeah, skates are sexy. so, and he's got his, he's got his dog on the inside. Like no, he's a they're, dog it, guy. they're, they're he's perfectly the designed. They're perfectly yeah. designed. Honestly, yeah. like they're, yeah, they, they are gorgeous. Those, yeah. those are top tier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My only other thing was like, I, I already mentioned it. I thought Sandine was great tonight. I really liked bunting. Um, you could tell how badly, by the way, Nylander wanted to get that hat trick. Like for he sure. was really buzzing for it. He, he desperately wanted everything. It. He was firing yeah. everything at the net. Um, I don't know if you want to stick with it. Like Leafs are going to have to continue to check out these options, but this is just a minor update. I, again, I didn't notice Joey Anderson until he took the penalty. No. So whatever that's worth. But Wayne Simmons, you like him in the lineup. I kind of do because he's Wayne Simmons. But to me, it's just... He, it just, his, his foot speed is just at a place now where I, I just don't think that he can, he can play. I just, I don't, I don't Listen, see it. I like, I like it in this situation where 
you've already accumulated all these points and you're clear in a playoff spot and yeah. you're going to be play and you're going to be playing teams that have other guys on there that are somewhat tough or whatever. He can play eight minutes a night and go in there and put a lick on somebody and look tough for eight minutes on a team that I don't necessarily think needs a ton right now in terms of how well they're playing and how well their top guys are playing. I really don't mind it as a long-term option. Clearly not a good thing. No. Like I don't I, like I, I said before that maybe he could play a playoff game. I don't think that's true. I think he would get buried. He'd be playing for four minutes if they were playing in a playoff game. So I don't think that could happen, but just in the regular season, like I agree it's sad. It's almost sad to watch because his decision-making is clearly still there, but it's just nice. It's not catching up with it. Like there was a play in the offensive zone tonight where he just kind of, the puck was coming right to him. And he just like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. He just kind of like, and, that, and that was when I wrote that. Yeah. That's when I wrote the note down yeah. of just, you can't do it. I didn't, like yeah. I said, I didn't mind the penalty that he took yeah. it to me. Wasn't really a penalty. He probably was going, what do you do? I, so I cross checked the six foot nine giant barely, <laughs> and you're going to put me in the box for that. Yeah. Come on, give me a break. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they even went up on him. The other one was a stay on your feet penalty, but they had to call it. They were yeah. forced to. But it's just it's all the little stuff in the game where it's just he's just not able to make an impact on just yeah. about anything. So to me, it's you just keep rolling. You keep giving them the respect start once in a while of, yeah. hey, we're not going to just let you sit because Blake you Griffin on the Celtics once a week, just play him once a week. Yeah, but I also you mentioned them accumulating the points. They're there with Boston, man. I just this this point streak that they've put together has really open the possibility of getting out of the the Atlantic death zone of mm-hmm. you either face the Bruins or you face the Lightning. To me, let that, them that play is becoming, each other. Oh, my God. But it's just, it's it's really becoming one of the goals of the season. When Boston got off to that torrid streak at the beginning of the year and the Leafs were in the dumps, you mm-hmm. thought, okay, well, this is what's going to happen again. They played Tampa the other night. You thought this is what's going to happen again. Now I'm at the point where, to me, the the goal of the regular season is always just stay healthy, keep the goalies healthy, continue to play that winning system that you have, but put some pressure on your group to make sure that you go out and you win the division. Go out there and and get the most points. That's mm-hmm. your path. That's your best path to getting out of the playoffs. Like, what you think that you can't beat the Penguins? That you've completely dominated in the playoff series, right? I would love to see the Leafs get that over Tampa or Boston. So. That mm-hmm. that's the path for me, man. They they've got to get that done, and so. But then they'll win yeah. the president's trophy and have that curse hanging over them, along with their own curse. So. I don't care about pe- president's trophy. <laughs> I just care about win the Atlantic and don't face the Bruins, don't face the yeah. Lightning, don't go through seven games of hell against those teams. Where. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be a coin toss no matter what against those two teams. There's nothing the Leafs could do during a regular season or. Yeah, I, I don't see any scenario where that doesn't come down to a game six or seven against either of those teams, right? 100%. So, 100%. And it's going to be uh, dead even, and it's going to come down to a, a call and a bounce off somebody's ass. Right. That's what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I got nothing else from this one. All good, bro. Great time. Yeah. Uh, enjoy your gruel in the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> I we're, mixing in, we're mixing in Borny this week, right? Yeah. Born is going to be Tuesday with me and Thursday with you. Beautiful. Then, Looking forward to it. Yeah, so it, we're going to have a little bit more like, but listen, this is going to be a bit of the boys mixing in, and then we're going to have a holiday break, uh, and then we'll be back, and it'll just be basically the three of us doing the same alternating until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Although the three of us did buy tickets for a comedian for later in March, so there's going to be some fellas. Is that a Saturday? Yeah, yeah, it's a Saturday. Yeah. Oops, probably should so look at that all, one. 
<laughs> all three of us are going to be off then. So someone's someone's filling on. Keep your phone on, Luke Fox. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, Justin Cuthbert, get it, keep it ready. Je- Brent Gunning, Justin Cuthbert. Somebody's doing it March 11th. Anyway, uh, for J.D. Bunkus, Sam McKee, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave five-star review. Again, uh, we're back live Tuesday, Thursday. It's only the Saturdays where we know to do the live stream. Uh, and we will catch you then. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.